This day in sports history. It's February 25th, and on this day in 1964, Muhammad Ali beat Sonny Liston for the first time with a little rumbling afterward suggesting the fight was fixed. Sonny Liston was the heavyweight champ after knocking out Floyd Patterson in the first round back in September 1962. He put Patterson on the mat for good again in the first round in the rematch in July 1963. So, in the past 18 months, Liston had fought about four minutes in an actual ring. There were also reports out of his camp that he was not training very hard for this fight with Ali, running a mile a day instead of his normal five. He supposedly ate a lot of hot dogs and drank a lot of beer in the lead-up. And if you remember from the January 5th edition of This Day in Sports History, there was a question about how old he really was. He said he was 32 going into this fight, but most thought that he was at least 34, if not a little bit older. Ali was never a fighter to lack any confidence, and coming into this one, he did feel confident, even though nobody else thought he had a chance. Vegas had Ali, who was still going by Cassius Clay at this point, as a 7-1 underdog. Ali predicted a knockout in the 8th round in his pre-fight poem and baited the bear, as he called it, in the weeks ahead of the fight. Now, here we are on fight night. When the bell rang to start the fight, Liston came out of his corner like a bull ready to end the fight quickly. But Ali used his footwork to escape the onslaught. Towards the end of the round, Ali was able to put together a bit of a flourish that stung Liston a little, and Ali got a little extra time. Referee Barney Felix didn't hear the bell to end the round, and it lasted an extra nine seconds. Move ahead to the break between the fourth and fifth rounds. As Ali moved towards his corner, his eyes were burning, and he couldn't see. Ali's trainer, Angelo Dundee, sponged water into his eyes, but said that he put a finger to Ali's eye and then to his, and it burned. There was something caustic in Ali's eyes, presumably from a foreign substance applied to Liston's gloves. Ali was not ready to go out for the fifth, and the fight came close to being stopped and Liston given the win. Ali, still not able to see, was told by Dundee to run. As he danced, Ali said he could only see a shadow of Liston. By round six, Ali's vision had cleared up and he got his confidence back, landing a series of punches. After the round, he turned to ringside reporters and told them to get ready for him to shake up the world. When the bell rang for the seventh, Liston did not answer the bell. Whether he told his corner that he was done or they made the decision for him, the official word was that his shoulder was injured and that he could not continue. Liston spit out his mouthpiece. The fight was over. Ali had won. It was the first time in 45 years that a champion had retired during a title bout. Almost as soon as the fight ended, suspicion of a fix began. It was long known that Liston had connections with the Lucchese crime family. Could he have been paid off or threatened to lose the fight? But Liston's shoulder injury was deemed legit. A team of doctors examined Liston at St. Francis Hospital after the fight, and they all agreed that Liston had a torn tendon that bled into his bicep muscle and was too damaged to continue the fight. Still, the Florida State Attorney General opened an investigation, ruling a month later that there was not any evidence of a fix. The FBI also investigated the possibility of the fight being fixed, but never released any information about their findings. These two would meet again in May 1965, 
with even more controversy following that one. But that's a story for another dish. Also on this day, the NCAA handed down sanctions against the Southern Methodist football program, wiping out the Mustangs' entire 1987 schedule, taking away their 1988 home games, along with limiting the number of scholarships they could offer moving forward. It was called the death penalty, and it would take a long time for the program to recover. It took a few days for the impact to really settle in. And I'll have more on this story in the February 27th edition of This Day in Sports History when it became apparent to all involved with the program how tough it was really going to be moving forward. And in 1977, the movie Slapshot was released in theaters. That's all for today. More tomorrow on This Day in Sports History. This has been an original. Thrive Sweet Production.